Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners, my book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, co-authored with my son, Joseph, is now available for purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Order your copy today and please leave a review to help spread the word. See you there. Hi, welcome back to Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. I'm going to be talking about how to navigate the holiday season with more ease, love, and patience. And I'm just going to be giving you just some general tips And hopefully these general tips are going to help you navigate easier, um, really just have a game plan that helps ease some of the stress that comes with not only the holiday season, but also I feel like it is the these tips can help you all year long. All right, but when you add holidays and uh, gifts and decorating and cooking and family dynamics and all the other things that pile on and you have a child who is on the autistic spectrum, then we do we do have added stress. And I just want to make sure that you can take a breath right now if you're driving Just go ahead and keep listening. You can always come back and listen to this episode again. If you're in a nice, quiet, safe space, you might want to write some things down that come up for you, because although these tips are general, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to ask you to apply them to your child and your unique situation. Because as my son Joseph has said so many times, uh, when you've met one autistic person, you've met an autistic person. All right, let's get to it. The first one is the the family dynamic that I mentioned as I was introducing this podcast episode. There are so many traditions, and I think traditions are beautiful. Um, I do have quite a few that my mother incorporated and my grandmother incorporated and my great-grandmother incorporated into the holidays. However, my family dynamic has changed. My my kids, um, when they were small, uh, we had our I, I we had probably at least two Christmas holidays to get to in one day, and it was very stressful. And some of the things that I remember is I remember it was not really an outer body experience, but there was so much stress and expectation. And it was so hard to manage. And if you're, if you're listening right now, I know, 
I know you're relating uh, to this and you think you've got it all under control. You've planned way ahead. Um, and yet still there are surprises. And if there's one, one little thing that goes, uh, goes wrong, it can totally dismantle the whole, the whole plan. Um, such as, uh, meltdowns, um, food sensitivities, food allergies, uh, family and friends not understanding what autism is and why your child is having a meltdown or why you have certain like tools with you to help them cope um, with their social meters and the unexpected family members that just go up to our children and are offended when, you know, they're not getting the the loving response that maybe other children might show. It, it's just this big, big ball of situations that really cause ourselves, the moms, to even be more stressed out than, than what we might normally be. Um, and I can give so many examples of that. But what I would would like to offer you today is for you to look at those traditions and realize that although they're beautiful, there are some traditions that just may not be doable right now. That doesn't mean that as your children get a little older or your child is better able to cope with certain stimulations and as you move forward on your journey that you won't be able to resume them. It just means for right now, honor yourself. And when you honor yourself, you're honoring your whole family and especially your child, because my hunch is that if you're stressed out, your stress is going to also affect your kids and and your husband or partners. So it's really important to notice that. And what if you set a few boundaries for yourselves of what's a little more doable? So our our kids need routine. Our kids need schedule and our kids need to know and have transition time, right, from one event to the next or just what's happening next that helps calm them down. So in order to do that, I'll get I'll give you um, some tips for the transition pieces. But right now we're looking at traditions and family dynamics and what stays and what is not working. This also, while you're looking at this, and then you're going to communicate this to your family members and friends, this offers an opportunity of autism awareness. Because to this day, there are still folks who don't understand my son or don't, you know, they try to engage in him in certain ways. And Although he does a great job, it is still um, awkward. 
still awkward. So the more that we can talk about it and the more that we can educate knowledge, hope, inspiration, our family members and friends, then then the more understanding comes along with it. And not just for the holidays, but for other family events and other things. And they'll also be a lot kinder and more understanding to maybe why we need to change certain traditions or dinner time. So when you're we're dealing with those family dy- dynamics, just simply say, you know, I'm going to use my son, Joseph. Joseph really has got to um, have a nap. Joseph really needs a nap. And if he doesn't have one, then what's already difficult for him is going to be even more difficult. So could we have lunch just 30 minutes later, you know, try, try, try to navigate that. Um, and if that is not something that's doable for the rest, then you may just need to come after, um, and take some leftovers home, right? It, it is about compromise, but also never assume that everyone's getting what you're dealing with because, I'm sure you know this by now, I they probably don't. So the more that we can express what our needs are and what our children's needs are, I think the happier everyone's going to be because nobody's going to enjoy a meltdown, right? No, Nobody's going to enjoy that. And primarily your, your child. So looking at those family traditions and setting boundaries that go with them to honor your your yourself to honor your children your child and your family is a positive way to look at it so you might make a list of some of the things that just really are going to cause extra stress and is going to make the holiday season what really we want to be joyful um, really a negative experience and stressful and exhausting because then we have to ask ourselves, what are we doing here? Right. We do, we do want to participate. We want our children to participate, but really it's about experiencing something happy and joyful and enjoying it. So look at those things and communicate set your boundaries and maybe this year or next year looks a little different and then just you can slowly resume those traditions and uh i think i think you're going to find a big relief if if you can manage that the other thing that i would suggest is to have these have these tools in place for for your child if you're going to more than one household at a, in one day, and that is chaotic for any of us, but when we have kids on the spectrum, that really makes it difficult. So try to come up with some creativity. If you have enough drive time from house to house, maybe that's when your child can sleep and nap. Um, if there's food allergies that you're dealing with, or food sensitivities, pack your food, explain that 
Um, I know that we all work hard and put so much effort into our meals, but if your child just simply cannot tolerate it, they can't tolerate it. And that is just a non-negotiable. So make sure you pack your coolers, but to alleviate some stress, maybe have those conversations and let them know, you know, I, I, please don't be offended, but you know, for Joseph, it was any kind of potato. And as we know, during the holiday seasons, potatoes um, are, are something that we often um, have as part of the menu, but he really could not tolerate them. And so I would just either bring a substitute or if there was anything else that he couldn't handle um, with food, I would have have that ready for him. And plus, you know, I didn't want him to, to feel left out as he got older. So try to plan ahead, have that cooler packed. So the other thing that I would say is I know that it takes courage to set these boundaries. It takes courage to communicate um, our our children's special needs. And it can be difficult. Those are hard conversations to have. But I think once you have them and you, and you honor what is, things will be lighter. But when you've done that, when you feel like you have honored and you've got your cooler packed, you've got these conversations done, you know what you're going to attend or not attend, and you've done that, I really would encourage you to show yourself some self-compassion, some self-kindness. And because, look, I know I'm a mom. Um, Although Joseph is 30 years old, I'm still, there's still some things that I am navigating. And Every now and then I had the thought, especially when I was much younger, when things were a lot more stressful, um, you know, it would be just great (laughs) not to have to be the captain of the ship and not to have to um, communicate all these these things that are are, um, maybe awkward. They feel kind of awkward, especially depending on how the other person responds to what it is that you're telling them. I've often gotten, you know, just kind of blank looks, a little bit of shock, you know, not quite getting it yet, but that's okay. That's okay. Because you setting, setting this up, it is courageous. You are honoring yourself and your child And you are also educating people a little, even if they don't quite get it, you are educating people and giving them a little more insight about what the world of autism is to you and your family. And that is so important. So do do kindness, do that for yourself. I also want to mention that. if uh, this this is um, a little side note, little side story, uh, when Joseph would get overstimulated, his social meter was completely done. Then we had gone past 
we went past uh, catching it. So the the overstimulant, it, it would take hours to get him to calm down once he got to a certain level of irritation and it was a long evening. What I have learned is I packed a bag of calmness, if you will. You might ask for a little safe space for your child where if you can see, if you can catch it in time and you can start seeing the meltdown approaching for Joseph, it was the visual um, calmness of certain videos at the time, Disney videos that he would then be able to calm down. It's, it's different for every child and you know your child best. The other kids didn't understand why they they had to watch what Joseph wanted to watch most of the time, but that's okay too, because then kids become aware and they have a better understanding of why their cousin um, or close friend is not managing um, the chaos, uh, the sugar, and everything else that comes with the holidays. So have your bag of, I call it calm, have the bag of calm, have that whatever it is that you know will help calm your child down because they're going to need that um, a little, not a little more, a lot more uh, during the holiday season. So start thinking about what that looks like for your child. And again, have those tough conversations, awkward conversations, but also loving conversations. Because after all, we are moms doing our best to help navigate our kids and what they need. And the way we do that is navigating it through ourselves. So when we show up more calm, less stressed, then our kids will be too. I know that this time is challenging. That's why I hopped on and I wanted to do this podcast for you so that you could have um, some tools in your toolbox, very simple, very general, that you can apply to yourself in your holiday season. I hope these tips helped Um, Just to to go back through it, we're going to look at family traditions, what to keep and not keep, conversations and communication with family members and friends, safe places with calm tools for our kids should a meltdown be coming your way, a nutrition bag that substitutes foods that our kids can't eat. And lastly, a practice of self-compassion and self-kindness for you during this holiday season. It is essential. If you need some extra help and you would like to do some one-on-one coaching with me, I have I have uh, some spots coming up for the after the holidays. Um, but reach out to me because family dynamics and setting boundaries in itself, can be um, challenging. So right now, concentrate on the holiday season and creating more joy for you and your family, practicing self-love and compassion, and reach out to me. You can go to Mother's Guide Through Autism, 
com and learn more learn more about how you can work with me. Also, if you're needing extra support, go to Mother's Guide Through Autism private Facebook group where all of us moms communicate, we help each other. And if you're just needing that extra support, go to a Mother's Guide Through Autism private Facebook group. All right. I'm going to wish you happy holidays, happy new year, and I will see you in 2023. See you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism, by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.